0: you can listen to this podcast all you want and hear me talk to you about doing this stuff but the real work and the real magic happens when you hit stop on today's episode and you go throughout your day hey everybody welcome to the podcast where we quit horsing around and where i help you to discover and unleash your true potential Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram for updates at QHA podcast and feel free to follow me on Instagram at Mariam Ida Tally for a quick peek into my life. In today's episode, I'm going to share a couple tips on how to boost productivity and curb procrastination while in quarantine and how to stay efficient from the comfort of your home. So sit back, relax, and let's ride. So, before we start this episode, I'm going to go ahead and go over the quote of the day. Again, this is by the Instagram account at Commanding Life. Today is a great day to count your blessings from the past month. Take a moment to stop, look, and love. Stop and feel gratitude for what you overcame to get where you are. Look and observe how beautifully your progress has unfolded. Love and accept who you are becoming you are doing the best you can. Appreciate and celebrate every step you make forward. It's a very easy time for us to get very comfortable at home and just want to stay in our PJs all day and Netflix. I mean, it sounds very tempting to just watch Vampire Diaries all day. That has been my current binge show. Honestly, I've been obsessed with it. Damon, oh my gosh, you have my heart. If you watch Vampire Diaries we can be friends. We can be best friends. Now, I do want to start out by saying in no way, shape, or form am I saying that you have to be absolutely perfect and have a set routine and be a Nazi with efficiency and that if you don't, then you're not an efficient human being. That's not what I'm saying at all. This is just a gentle push to get you in the right mindset and direction and to be tenacious through difficulties. So, let's start out with tip number one. Accept the circumstances. Having the mindset and the ability to cope and lead and be intentional through this time is so important. We are all on the same boat. Our boats are just rocking in a different way but we are still sailing the same water. That's how I look at it and I really encourage you to look at this time to work on personal development no matter how much you know or don't know about yourself. It really is your choice whether or not to skill up and meet the demands of this world with new competencies, you know? We we need to learn how to adapt. And I th- definitely think that I mean, I'm 20 and a lot of my audience are in the 18 to 24 year old category, and I think what guys like what we're really good at is being able to mold ourselves to the situation. And I think that just has to do with you know our generation. I mean, I'm a Gen Z, I was born in 2000, but if we just drop the titles, um, we're human beings at the end of the day. If we date back to the time of the hominids, they adapted to their environment. They adapted to the ever-changing situations um, and terrain that they were on. They adapted their food and their diet to what resources were available to them. And we need to do the same now. We are all quarantined. We, yes, are not socially interacting with each other, but that doesn't mean that we cannot still engage in day-to-day endeavors as we once were before this pandemic. So <laughs> it really is your choice whether or not to get up and do something. So you can listen to this podcast all you want and hear me talk to you about doing this stuff, but the real work... And the real magic happens when you hit stop on today's episode and you go throughout your day. Are you gonna stay in your PJs? Are you gonna watch Netflix? Or are you gonna do something about it? At the end of the day, that's what it comes to i reposted something on my instagram a couple weeks ago i actually found this on facebook somebody posted this meme or this quote about that said something along the lines of if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill learned it's not that you lacked time it's that you lacked discipline and i shared that because i totally agree with it you know You'll hear all these influencers say that we all have 24 hours in a day. It's just a matter of how you use it. And yes, that's true to a certain extent. And you also have to take in the fact that everybody has their own situation, whether they're running the household during this time, homeschooling their students when they they have five children. And, you know, everyone has a circumstance, especially when it comes to the health situation and first line responders and all of that. I'm I'm considering all of this when I say this. I actually got some DMs in response to the quote saying that this is a time where people should just take it easy, and I disagree with that to a certain extent, and here's why. If you have a roof over your head, if you have food in your fridge, if you're breathing on your own without a ventilator, if you have clothes on your back, there is no reason not to get started on expanding your knowledge away from the screen. Again, I take into consideration that everybody has their circumstance. But if you have time, you know, make use of it. This is the time to recalibrate and hit the reset button. Take a break and, you know, relax during the day for a certain amount of time, but also be proactive. If we want this world to move, we need to move within ourselves. And that starts by staying in touch with who we are at our core, knowing our triggers, identifying our strengths. Do the future CEOs and leaders of the world honestly spend their time on the couch Netflixing? No. They're up, they're moving, they're stimulating their brain, they're expanding their knowledge. I like Netflix too. I said that at the beginning of this episode. I love Vampire Diaries, but I block time out for it and I'm going to kind of talk about blocking out time later on in this episode. I have a set time where I allow myself to just literally dumb my brain down where I do something really stupid so that I'm not again an efficiency Nazi because you don't want to make your life super super serious. And that's something that I learned as a 20 year not not only as a 20 year old when I was 16 I was such a at such a high peak in my life where everything was coming together with my business and awards and traveling and flights and all this kind of stuff. I, I didn't want to get so caught up in being so serious. And a lot of people were telling me, hey, Miriam, you're like being, r- you're l- really, really mature. And don't you want to take a break and kind of just be a 16 year old. And luckily, I I had a good balance between social and business life. But don't, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take time to yourself and relax. Absolutely take time to relax, but also make sure that in the remaining time you're still doing proactive endeavors. So to put it into layman terms, get off the couch, switch off Netflix for a few hours, and take a step to make an impact on yourself and then others. So use your time wisely is really what I'm trying to say, and I'm going to give you some tips and tricks and pointers on how to boost your concentration and like quick procrastinating especially during quarantine because we get very comfortable at home i do want to put this out there that we should really all be praying for all of humanity regardless of religion race gender uh, political stances all that kind of stuff and really ask the higher power whatever you believe in whether it's god or Jesus or Allah or whatever it is. Just pray to help families that are struggling through this very traumatic time. Take a moment of silence. This message is for the youth, the ones who are back from college and are staying maybe at their parents' house or are staying somewhere near college campus, whether it's in your own apartment or whatever. If you're back home from university and if You know, you have some free time on your hands. I really encourage you to not get sucked into watching Netflix or playing video games all day. (laughs) Like, I have friends telling me that, you know, who actually go to like USC and stuff. And they'll have professors that are having trouble with transitioning to the online platform. So their classes are actually a lot easier than what they were on campus. And so literally, their classes on Zoom are like only an hour and maybe 30 minutes of actual learning. So they have a lot of time on their hands. My friends have a lot of time on their hands. And um, I encourage you. For the 70% of your time where you're not doing school, don't get sucked into Netflix. Drop that habit and get off the couch. Because when you start engaging yourself in other activities, you're opening up space mentally to allow ideas and innovation to take place so that you can make an impact on yourself first and then on other people. Now, through this whole accepting the situation thing, It really helps if you serve as a spokesperson to make someone else's day brighter. And I'm not dismissing this. You can have your feelings. You can have your emotions. And I do want to say that there are right ways to cope with this situation. Unfortunately, I've been reading so many articles where people are coping with this in unhealthy ways, where it's leading to suicide, like abusing family members, starting illicit drugs that's harming people and drowning feelings out with alcohol. And not not every coping mechanism is healthy. And if you feel like you haven't been able to find your footing, because we've been in this quarantine for a good one and a half, two months. If you feel like you haven't found your emotional center or established a routine or just had trouble staying productive, that's why I'm here today is to at least provide you some guidance. And some of you may be thinking, Well, Miriam, you're like only 20 years old. What do you know? You haven't dealt with the greater complexities of life, so it's probably really easy for you to say all this. Well, of course, I'm young, I get it, but being young and serving my knowledge to a more mature audience has always been an obstacle I've faced in my career. But I'm choosing to serve as a person during this time and always will be that can hopefully help at least one other soul during this time and help them get out of whatever rut they're in. Do you really think I'm going to miss up an opportunity to help at least one person? Hell no. I'm going to do what I have to to put my voice out there to serve my mission of helping the youth get off their butts and do something with their time I'm being very bland when I say that and very direct but (laughs) I understand each of us go through different things different stages in our life and I feel like a lot of people are see it as some form of competition when they they say oh I've been through this and you haven't and I feel like you don't have the credentials to give me advice or you don't have the credentials to speak on this and you just don't have the experience. But honestly, really, all of us need to drop the judgment, drop the ego, because that's half the reason why the world is where it is now. Just saying. It's a convenient time for us to recalibrate and revitalize. So look at your quarantine that way. Check in with yourself, ask yourself, how's my health? How is how are my relationships? How is my family doing? And it's okay. If you don't do this right now, I'm not saying you're a failure or anything. It just means you need awareness and tools to come back to center. And that's why I'm here to help you get in touch with yourself. And it's so important to stay focused and compassionate, caring and loving, especially through this crisis that we're all facing. Um, And especially day-to-day life when we get out of this epidemic, when it happens. And I totally get it. There's a lot going on out there. Honestly, what I'm trying to do is just to serve as a gentle push to get you in the right mindset and direction and to be tenacious through difficulties. To me, honestly, to sum it up, emotional strength is seeking others, helping people, helping yourself and checking in. And this 2020 quarantine is the time to do all of that. Tip number two, set up a wake up and bedtime alarm. I know this might seem like the normal thing, but I would definitely, I would be lying if I didn't say the first two weeks of quarantine, I just slept in and kind of dilly-dallied and uh, I watched Netflix for a while until I realized, okay, I actually need to do something with my life and get up and knock out some goals out of the park. And I found that if I get on a, you know, a regulated sleep schedule, it changes everything so use your app on your phone there are a bunch of apps out there that track your sleep and like if you actually sleep with your app i actually know people who sleep with their apple watches um to help them track sleep i have never been able to sleep with my watch and i always end up like smacking myself in the face with it but (laughs) but use your alarm clock on your phone set up a wake-up time whether it's 7 a.m now i'm I, I honestly don't think you should be like oh i'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m like all those influencers and like hustle hard don't get ahead of yourself if you can do it great but set up a moderate and s- attainable wake-up goal <laughs> that you can do every day so for me i wake up i i you know i follow the faith of Islam. So, we have five prayers a day. Our first prayer is at dawn. And so, I wake up for that prayer and then I will meditate a little bit afterwards and then I'll go back to bed and I'll wake up at 7 a.m. That's really when I start my day. And then I'll go through my day, do whatever I have to, but 9 30 is my alarm that goes off that tells me, hey, Miriam, if you're on your, maybe <laughs> you're on your laptop working, close the laptop and start getting ready for bed. So 9.30 is my pre-lights out alarm and then by 10 o'clock I'm in bed. So sleep is the foundation for a successful and productive day ahead because if you don't, think of your bed as like a charging pad. It recharges you so that you have enough energy for the day. Tip number three, handwrite a daily routine where you can see it every day. Uh, A study actually showed that children who drew letters activated three distinct areas of their brains. Children who traced or typed the letters did not experience the same effect. You know, the same thing happens as we get older. People who who very vividly describe or picture their goals and plan their day by writing it down are anywhere from 1.2 to 1.4 times more likely to successfully accomplish their goals than people who don't. And that is actually a really cool statistic because I definitely have noticed the benefit of writing down exactly what I have to do. Now, it's one thing to type it up in your calendar and just look at your phone and go off of that, but it's also so easy to just hit the delete button or hit the snooze alarm when that calendar notification pops up. But when you write it down, it's actually stimulating neurons in your brain to help you engage in that activity and accomplish it throughout the day. So what I do is 7 a.m. I wake up the first thing I do you know after brushing my teeth and all that is I'll go to I have this whiteboard that's hung up on my wall in my office and I'll just write down everything that's on my calendar plus nitty-gritty details of the things that I have to do for that event. So let's say I have a conference call at 9 a.m. I'm not gonna write conference call at 9 a.m. I'm going to write, prepare this document for the call or organize the desk a certain way so that I'm ready for the call. Maybe prepare these notes for the call. Just little things like that to help you feel more prepared and you'll actually be more successful in whatever you do. Tip number four, pull up a calendar app and color coordinate different activities that you have going on through the day. So whether that's school, work, working out, meals, etc. I use Sundays as my planning day for the whole week. So I will just sit down and have my laptop open, my phone open with the calendar app, and I will just start planning my entire week. I'll color coordinate things. So I'll just kind of walk you guys through what I do. Hopefully that'll help give you guys some inspiration on how to organize your calendar but for school because you know some of you know I am still in school Um, I'm a fourth year business student I'm a business administration major with an emphasis in professional business this is my last year I graduate in December very exciting so all my classes are online Um, I do the online program So basically what I do is in my calendar, I color coordinate everything. I'm very visual. So um, for school, I calendar it blue for anything personal development related, whether it's reading books or like actually blocking out time in my day to listen to a podcast, whether I'm on a walk and listening to a podcast or if I'm like doing chores and listening to a podcast I color coordinate that pink and then personal phone calls or conference calls or meetings I put that in green and then for uh time riding my horse and taking care of him at the barn I put that in brown And it just really helps to visually see everything and it also looks really pretty. (laughs) So I do that on Sundays, plan out the whole week so that when I wake up, I know exactly what I have planned and I don't feel just all over the place and out of my routine. I like consistent, persistent patterns in my life. One tip I do have, if you are studying like me, um, I've never really been one to like live by quote unquote rules, but I heard this on a podcast. It's, It's from the Young Entrepreneurs podcast. It's called the 60-20-60 rule, and I gave it a try when I first started business school because I like to take my studies on the go, hence why I am an online learner. I can't sit down in a classroom. The fluorescent lighting just bothers me, and I cannot stay focused. I will literally do work for my business or something else while the teacher's lecturing so I like to be able to take my work with me on the go and so one of the most efficient things that I have learned in terms of blocking out my time for studying is a 60 rule basically it's this 60 minutes set a timer um, of just consistent studying uh, whether it's reading your textbook or typing up notes You make sure you go for those 60 minutes and you go hard for those 60 minutes. And then you take a 20-minute transition trigger. So not a break, not going on your phone, not watching a Netflix show, a transition trigger. So it's meant to help you transition to the next 60 minutes and also trigger your response to stay stimulated in those 60 minutes of studying. So, a transition trigger that I like to do is working out. Um, I will do jumping jacks. I will do an, a quick ab workout. I have some weights in my room that I'll go, you know, lift and stuff. So, that's my transition is working out. Plus, you're also re- releasing endorphins while doing that. So, you're brain will be very happy when you are studying for the last 60 minute block of time. And then after that transition trigger, you go hard for another 60 minutes. And pretty much in that time, that is 140 minutes of studying. Um, probably the most 140 minutes of studying that I will have ever gotten accomplished during that whole day. I probably could have spent three hours studying and taken a bunch of breaks, but the 60, 20, 60 rule really honestly helps when you get it done in half the time tip number five each day tackle one corner of the house room or work area that you can organize or like even organize the files on your phone or laptop just this small act of cleaning something up really helps you stay more focused and be more aware of the environment that you're in and now that we're all home you want to make your environment inviting so if you're working or studying Clean up your area that you're doing that at because the last thing you want is to be sitting at a cluttered desk, a, a clean environment, and this is a clean mind. And I like to have different study areas. I don't like to just have one desk where I go every single day. So literally, I am filming this podcast out of the desk in my closet. <laughs> I have set up a little area where I have like little quotes on the wall. I have a candle here. I have my... Um, speakers. So it's it's an inviting air environment. And then I also have my office desk and then I have a little corner in my room. So I love changes in scenery and it's totally okay to, you know, be able to adapt to different environments and different um, sceneries because it helps, you know, excite you and motivate you to do your work in a nice area. And so, Write down a list of places in your house or things that you just have been dreading to clean and get them done. You know, maybe do half today, half tomorrow and actually plan it out. Put it at the top of your calendar as an all day event um, so that you see it all day as a reminder to get it done. Tip number six. Each day this week, talk to a new friend that you haven't hit up in a while it's very easy to have maybe three or four really close friends, but we forget that we interact with so many people and we have interacted with so many people in our life and those people have made an impression in who we are as a person. So hit up that person that you maybe bumped into at a coffee store and exchange social media and just send them a DM or FaceTime them or something because you are sending good energy their way. They're sending good energy back and it's just creating a positive relationship. And that's honestly what we need in the world right now, especially with what's going on. Tip number seven, take up a new hobby. So for me, uh, it's Forex trading. Actually, I started trading when I was 16 years old. And I dropped it because that's when I started uh, my e-commerce business. And so I just, I couldn't balance both at once, at least not at the time. And so right now I'm just brushing up on my skills and I hit up on my, one of my friends that I was trading with back when I was 16. And we've been kind of, he's been coaching me actually once a week on um, trading again. So brushing up on a new hobby and it feels really good to be doing something out of my norm whether that's learning a language or starting the process of publishing a book that you've been wanting to write for me it was also starting a podcast so this is this is something not a hobby it's going to be a very consistent hobby moving forward but try something new and stick to it tip number eight do some self-care and you know, this is for both guys and girls. If you guys are staring at a screen all day and you're just working nonstop digitally, uh, steam your face. (laughs) It sounds a little weird, but all you have to do is fill a bowl up with piping hot water, throw a towel over your head, allow some space for like cold air to come in and just let your face steam because it's getting rid of a lot of toxins and build up and oil legit feels good to have your face melt off it just it's an amazing feeling i totally recommend it i do it at least two to three times a day and plus you just feel rejuvenated journaling has honestly been very influential for me. We have to keep track of our growth as we develop our abilities, or else we honestly run the risk of slipping into fear and projection and fantasy. I also found that journaling every morning and, you know, sometimes midday or at nighttime, whenever thoughts just cloud my mind, it's an excellent way to process daily life. And, you know, think about it. We've taken so much energy all day from media and coworkers, family, the cities we live in, the activities that we do, screen time, and often other people's problems and you have to think about where does it all go sometimes we internalize it and if we don't process it and filter it well it bottlenecks and gets stuck and to really hear the flow of our intuition we have to be able to release what builds up inside so that there is room to receive so keeping a journal is a great way to track your progress and sometimes what I do is, you know, it's part of my morning routine. I spend the first hour, hour and a half of my day just mentally preparing myself and j- journaling, meditating, reading my affirmations Um to really set myself in alignment to execute on the tasks I have planned for my day. I always like being prepared, so I prepare all of the things that I need to get done for the day ahead the night before. And journaling has been a huge part in uh, really just word vomiting what's on my brain onto paper so that I don't go and make reckless decisions or just start venting for no reason because you have to be aware of the energy that you put out because that often is the energy that you receive. It's very easy to get caught up in the motions of everything and not take time to take care of your body, but here's how I look at it. In this life, you're only going to carry one thing. That's you. That's the one thing you can selflessly work on for the rest of your life and have it become um, a profitable investment because you are investing in yourself. And so whether that means working on your self-development or actually taking care of your body, so be it. Do some self-care. Enjoy this time and experience new things, whether that's journaling, steaming your face or taking an Epsom salt bath, just little things like these. All right, on to the last two tips. Go on a diet. And I'm not saying uh, like an eating diet, I'm talking about a technology diet. Do a social media detox, a technology diet. There are so many notifications popping up on our devices throughout the day that bombards us and deviates, especially me, from whatever task we're focusing on. So, since 2016, I have made an effort to turn off notifications for all social media, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I leave Snapchat on because, you know, I like snapping. (laughs) So that's the one that I leave on. But I turn off notifications for Instagram, for Facebook, uh, for emails, pretty much everything except for Snapchat, phone calls, and text. And even the news, I have notifications off. How often has it happened where you'll get a notification on your phone, you'll check it, and then all of a sudden an hour goes by where you're just hooked on your phone doing nothing? That has happened to me so many times. So, hence why it really helps to silence those notifications. I often go on airplane mode when I am in the zone working or studying so that I can't be disturbed by any phone calls. And limiting screen time by replacing it with a new hobby that you take on during quarantine and pursuing that even out of quarantine. One thing that I suggest uh, you do, and this is something that I have done, is go through the accounts that you follow and weed out any accounts that really don't add any value to your life. Because I know when I first started my Instagram account, I just followed a bunch of pages and then over time you subconsciously just hit follow, but you don't really know what you're following and a bunch of feed just randomly pops up. And so I have made a conscious effort to go through who I'm following and just Get rid of any unnecessary pages that just really don't provide any value. All of the time wasted on checking every app notification equates to enough time to be able to do something productive. And science actually tells us that when we get notifications, our brain gets a little hit of something called dopamine. And the newness and excitement of this notification makes us feel great. It's it's brain candy. And hence why so many companies have created algorithms to keep you hooked on your phone. But if you think about it, these notifications and the time that you're spending on these apps just mindlessly scrolling, there's no fulfillment. You're not getting any value from it unless you are, you know, listening to podcasts or doing something to improve your personal development. That's different. If you're mindlessly scrolling through social media, you're just wasting time. Now, I'm not saying that you have to completely delete social media. Go and check in on Things You know, we're human beings. You want to see what's going on, but do it in moderation. You can still have fun and be able to balance all of these things, but do it in moderation. I love the outdoors. I spend so much time with my horse and we love going on trail rides and just soaking in vitamin D together and going outside and getting some fresh air, whether it's a 30 minute walk or just going outside and doing some yoga there's so much that nature has to offer, including expansive thinking. A lot of my ideas honestly come to me when I'm out in nature doing something because, you know, the way the light hits and the breeze and all that kind of stuff. I take all of these things in very seriously. I'm very aware of my surroundings and they really help inspire me to do something or think about something and and act upon it. Another tip that I also have is making an effort to eat healthy during this time. Uh don't get me wrong, I love my Cheetos and I love my Twix candy bars and sometimes I occasionally binge here and there, but drink a lot more water. One thing I have been doing since September of 2019, I've been drinking a gallon of water a day. I initially started the Andy Frisella 75 hard challenge and I lost like 10 pounds and it's just been natural for me to drink a gallon of water a day. My body craves it. So drink, hydrate, Plan out your meals in advance and meal prep the night before. Get your clothes ready the night before so that when you wake up, it's there, you don't have to think about it, you just go. Even if you're not going anywhere, you're staying in your house, at least you feel productive and you feel like you're doing something and you have things that require your attention. So hopefully these tips helped you to become more proactive in how you live your life and just get you thinking about things that you can start doing to uh, stimulate your brain and hopefully come out of this quarantine with a habitual routine that you can carry on moving forward. Spending some time learning about yourself and just exploring different, the way you think, though your triggers and all that kind of stuff, that is what's going to get you to pinpoint your internal strength and bring that mastery to a new level in all areas of your life. One book that I will suggest uh, looking into is StrengthsFinder 2.0. Basically, it's a book with 30 to 40 different strengths and traits and you just take an online assessment. The book comes with a coupon code where you go online and take an assessment and it will identify your top 5 strengths. And I absolutely love this book it helped me understand really who i am and how i operate in the corporate environment and just day-to-day life so i'm actually going to be doing a whole nother episode on this so stay tuned for that but i do want to end this by saying that you know we are not perfect human beings. We all have flaws, but there is certainly room for improvement and ways we can stay proactive through this time and band together in unity to really uplift each other. That is my main goal is to especially get the youth and, you know, I, like I said, I'm 20. I want to I want to speak to people in my demog- age demographic to help them realize that age really just is a number and I started this whole self-exploration path when I was 13 so really there is no limit on what you can do and last tip contrary to the episode title uh don't stay in your pjs all day get up and shower and girls if you're even if you're not going out put some makeup on if you feel like it take a selfie I've been learning new tiktok dances here and there it's been fun I only have like 60 followers but not about the followers it's about the quality content so (laughs) hit me up on TikTok but it's it's really fun and um, I just find that if I stay in my PJs all day I'm more prone to doing nothing uh, than if I actually get up even if I have a shower and then put on like yoga pants sweatpants and like a hoodie it just feels better to clean yourself and be present and show up for your day So I hope these tips helped you guys. Um, If you guys got value from this, like I said, take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, tag me on social media at QHA podcast or my personal account at Miriam Ida Talley. I would love to chat with you guys on a one-on-one level. Again, my whole mission is to really empower the youth to tap into their potential. And it starts with little things like these, like just realigning yourself to be productive and positive, whether you're in quarantine or especially when we get out of quarantine, we need to remember these things. So I wish you a bright, productive and peaceful day in the head. See you in the next episode.